When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, everybody, we're back from that quick break. Uh, and Nick, we, we said his name quite a bit in the first segment there, uh, but the Broncos are going to have their, their hands full uh, this weekend with tight end Travis Kelsey. Obviously, you know, Patrick Mahomes uh, is the guy everybody looks at when you talk about this Chiefs offense, and rightfully so, but... His, his top target, Travis Kelsey, uh, again, has been a huge threat this year. I, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I believe he's, he's having sort of a career year. It feels like every time I turn the Chiefs on, it's like, oh, and Travis Kelsey catches his second or third touchdown pass of the game. Uh, and it's like, this dude's a monster. And I think part of it is obviously his athletic ability, what he's able to do physically. But they also scheme a lot to get him the ball in certain situations either down the field, short distance, and then he just makes plays. What is it about him, Nick? And, and we'll get to uh, some audio here from from Justin Simmons about defending him, but what is it when you watch Travis Kelsey that makes him so effective in their offense? Well, because he, he's a crafty tight end. Now, now, when you look at him on tape, he's not one of these guys that's going to blow you away because he just has exceptional speed. No, that's not his game. His game is uh, finding the soft spot in, in his own. And it almost seemed as though, you know, his his working relationship with with uh, Patrick Mahomes has only grown because he seems as though he runs a lot of options route, option routes. What I mean by that, he runs wherever the defender isn't, right? And Patrick Mahomes either is staying in the pocket or he's getting on the move and he's going to find him. Now, you go back to the Cincinnati game they played last week, Travis Kelsey didn't score a touchdown. Uh, and I would say that he was kind of under his season average because I think he only had like 56 yards uh, receiving. But that just shows you the level of talent that the Kansas City Chiefs has as a team. But Travis Kelsey is a guy that you have to be physical with at the line of scrimmage. Now, I'll say this. As good as Travis Kelsey is, you don't want to just uh, put all your focus just on stopping him. Once again, the Chiefs have a lot of weapons, but the idea is to be physical with Travis Kelsey at the line of scrimmage and be able to defend not that first move, but the second move as well. Yeah. I, also, I looked up his stats here, Nick. I was right. He is having a career year. He has 12 touchdowns, which is a career high, and there's still five games left, uh, 986 receiving yards, and he's which would put him on pace to have his best year uh, in terms of receiving as well. So uh, obviously having a big year. He also had – Nick, listen to this. He had four touchdowns against the Raiders earlier this year three against the Chargers. So he's performing really well against the AFC West too. 
Uh, and he's given the Broncos some some problems too. But surprisingly, also the Broncos last few years have actually been one of the better teams defensively uh, against against the Chiefs. And that's probably you know Vic Fangio. I know schemed up some stuff. But here's what Justin Simmons, who has obviously faced uh, this Chiefs team and this Chiefs offense every year of his career, obviously hasn't beaten him when we talk about the 13 game losing streak. Uh, but here's what he had to say about Travis Kelsey defending him. I remember a couple of years ago, Nick. I believe they just said Justin Simmons. You're going to guard Kelsey, uh, you know, throughout most of the game. Uh, so here's here's Simmons talking about it on DenverBroncos.com uh, and how they're going to maybe approach defending him this year. Yeah, yeah, no, he's a, uh, I mean, a one of one talent. Uh, I think I, asking my opinion, I think the things that he does best, um, almost better than any other tight end or receiver, you know, for for that matter. Is uh, he's he's so knowledgeable of the defenses that he's going up against, man zone. Um, obviously, man, you know he's able to win the one-on-one -on -one matchups most of the time. But even in the zones, like he's able to always find the soft spot of the zones and like finagle, if I could say, uh, his way his way through and uh, find, like I said, find the open spots. He knows exactly where to be, and I think uh, you know it obviously helps having a quarterback like Mahomes and they. They have such a rapport over the years of, of repping it and repping it, and um, they just have like a really good sync, uh, you know, to them. Nick, uh, he obviously said a lot of things that you just said. Uh, interesting that you guys were, you know, you were a safety in the NFL. Um, no coincidence there, uh, right? But uh, if if you're Justin Simmons or even Everett, let me let me put you. I, I like to put you in in people's shoes all the time, Nick. Let me put you in their shoes this okay. week. How are how are you attacking Travis Kelsey? How are you uh, trying to defend him? Are you saying, Justin, he's your guy for the game? Or I mean, I I don't like that approach necessarily. Uh, are you saying Alex Singleton? You're gonna you know what? Are you gonna drop in zone? Like 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 Justin said, it, it's tough, right? Because you match up with him one on one, and he's gonna beat you ninety percent of the time, right? Uh, you put him in you know zone, he's gonna find the soft spot. So how are you? Do you mix it up? How do, how how are you approaching it uh, with Kelsey? I mean, you definitely have to uh, mix it up. You can't just kind of be dedicated to playing more zone or playing more man. You just have to mix it up. You have to make both Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes think on the run. I, I know that that sounds easy, but you have to constantly do it. If you know that you're going to play zone coverage, you line up or you walk up to the line of scrimmage like you're going to play man. So he's thinking right away, okay, well, what's my route and how I beat and convert my route off of man coverage? And you just back up. All you need is a half a second, right? Because all you're trying to do is make Patrick Mahomes hold on to the ball, right? Because you're hoping that if you're able to do that, now the pressure is able to get into his face. But a sitting back allowing the offense to dictate the pace to you and a guy like Travis Kelsey – uh, I don't think you should do that. And now here's the other thing about Travis Kelsey and this uh, his relationship with Patrick Mahomes. The one thing is you want to eliminate the big plays, right? You don't want to give him the explosive plays. If he's constantly catching three to four yard routes in front of you, fine. You can live with that. So you just run, rally, and tackle. And you have to go into the game knowing it's okay. Well, this is how the Kansas City Chiefs will try to attack you. They're going to try to lure you to sleep with some of those uh, zone routes where he sits right over the center and gives Patrick Mahomes an easy target. But then later on, they're going to run the same thing. You're going to try to bite and they're going to try to convert it. 
That's the one thing about this offense that has changed this year than in years past. There's a lot of conversions on, on their routes, and they're trying to create a lot of space. So if you're linebackers, just know where your help is in the passing game and don't try to do too much. But the key is eliminating those explosive plays from Travis Kelsey down the field. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, and, and look, he's going to get his right. Um, he's one of those guys that is going to make plays in the game, and, and that's just reality. Uh, it's just, you know, can you keep him out of the end zone? Sort of like what the Bengals did. This last week, I think he had four receptions for 56 yards, which was was close to a season low. I think he had one game this year where he had like seven or eight receptions for only 25 yards. I, I want to say it was against the Colts, which was just a weird game. It's still shocking that the Colts beat this Chiefs team. But, uh, you know, th- that's kind of what you have to do is, is you know, try and keep him out of the end zone. And, you know, and, and the Broncos have, I, I want to say, I think they have the, the number one red zone defense in the league right now. Uh, and so – that's something that could be their strength, right? If, if the if the Chiefs get down there, you know, keeping them to, to three points if, if they want to try and stay in this football game, obviously it's going to be key because who the hell knows if the offense is going to be able to score, you know, more than 10 points this week, uh, which they're going to need to if they want to beat the Chiefs. But well, you uh, know what, George, re- really quickly, earlier you mentioned the Raiders game where Travis Kelsey scored four touchdowns, right? That's because when the Chiefs moved the ball down the field, Travis Kelsey wasn't an intricate part of the game plan, or or, or maybe they, they Patrick Mahomes wasn't able to get the ball to him. But here's what I do know. Inside the red zone, they're looking for him, right? He is that guy. And, 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 and I've, I've watched Travis Kelsey for a while, and the one thing that kind of frustrates me as a defensive guy is like, look, you have to know that they're going to try to get him the ball. Anytime he's off the ball or sometimes he's, he's spread out, but most, most of the time, George, is when he's in the core off the ball. Somehow he's going to try to insert, right, to either be a lead blocker or it's going to be some kind of shovel pass or they do a play where they set it up perfectly. Travis Kelsey's off the ball. He looks like he's going across the line of scrimmage, I mean, across the other side of the field, and he's in the backfield at the same time. He pivots out, and then there's a quick throw from Patrick Mahomes. So the Broncos, as a defensive unit, that is the one guy. You don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. But you have to know where Travis Kelsey is because, to me, he sets everything up for that Chiefs offense. Nick, you just mentioned a name that I was just about to bring up, Tyreek Hill. Obviously not playing in this game because he's now with the Miami Dolphins. But this Chiefs offense is still the best in the league. Nick, who are some of the other guys? Obviously, we we just talked a lot about Travis Kelsey, and and he is their go-to guy. But there's a lot of other guys on this offense uh, that have had really good years for them. Who are some other guys that you're you're like, they better key on on that guy? I, I know Mikel Hardman, it sounds like he might be back this week. Uh, I know they have a couple other guys. What, what are some of these other guys doing that, that's allowed them to continue to be at such a high level offensively, even though they don't have Tyreek Hill? Even though they don't have Tyreek Hill, they have uh, MVS who comes over from the Green Bay Packers. And you go back and watch the tape against the Cincinnati Bengals, they found ways 
to create opportunities for him in the vertical passing game. And that's kind of uh, the brilliance of Eric Bieniemy and the combination of Andy Reid because the route combination, how they set up uh, and attack your zone coverage. That's why I feel as though Azuro Evero has a run both man and zone, and the guys have to do a great job of disguising. Not disguising because you're thinking, okay, well, we're going to somehow trick Patrick Mahomes. That's not what you're trying to do. The idea is trying to make him hold on to the ball because also, I mean, you have Juju Smith-Schuster as well. Now, he's not a burner. You don't have to worry about him running past you. But one thing he is, I mean, he is quick in short spaces, as we saw uh, last week. So if, if I'm a defender and I'm on the Broncos coaching staff, what I'm telling this team is, hey, look, guys, defensively, we're going to mix up our coverages. And understand this, this is not a team that's just going to run past you. These are not just world-class sprinters. They are a really crafty group of guys. But if we're running man or zone, we have to make sure that we talk. We're definitely hoping that maybe the crowd, based on how well the defenses play, they're going to bring that extra element. But the thing is you have to challenge these guys at the line of scrimmage. And if if, if Evero decides to run, uh, let's say, 60% of his plays out of zone coverage, the Broncos defense is going to be in trouble. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tall task, Nick. Uh, when you talk about the, the offenses that, that the Broncos have faced this year, this is by far the best one. And, I mean, it's the best one in the NFL. And so, it's it, I, again, I feel like we say this every week. It's going to be interesting to see how Jero Evero dials it up. I mean, is this a game where you try to bring extra pressure against Patrick Mahomes? I, again, I don't have the stats in front of me what he is under pressure. I would assume it's, it's – pretty good uh you know he's a guy that seems to be pretty good at, at at stepping up and making a big throw down the field uh obviously he's able to get out of the pocket that's another thing i wanted to ask you nick we've seen that the the edge guys and we talked about it in previous weeks they haven't been able to get after the quarterback this last week they they, they get a couple sacks against the ravens is this a is this a chief's offense that you try to get pressure on mahomes or is that something that you say we got to be careful with that because he can take off with his legs. Uh, he's also, again, like I said, you know, you get one too many guys going after him, all of a sudden somebody opens up down the field uh, and he makes a play with his with his legs and his arm. Man, I'm not a fan of this whole thing of don't pressure Patrick Mahomes because yeah. if he does, he's going to burn you. Basically, if you don't do that, you're playing right into the hands of the Kansas City Chiefs, right? The idea is that you want to bring pressure on the quarterback. But that doesn't necessarily mean, George, you have to bring second-level a blitzer, meaning that you're bringing some guy, Alex Singleton, or you're bringing Josie Jewell from that second level. You don't really have to do that. The idea is you want to use your edge rushers to be able to get after the quarterback. The Bengals were successful at doing that last week. How about this? They had 12, I mean, not 12, eight quarterback hits last week on Patrick Mahomes. The one thing you have to make, make sure is you maintain your rush lanes. No, he's not a Lamar Jackson, but if you get too wide in your rush lanes, you open up the middle of the field. And we saw that last week against the Bengals, him being able to escape and extend plays. But when you start to box him in and he can't step up in the pocket, that's when he starts to panic just a little. In Cincinnati, for the past three times that they played Patrick Mahomes, They've done a great job of doing that to him, even though he's still on the move, can fling the ball 60 yards. But the idea is we still don't want to give him those extra creases because now that's an extra player we have to defend. 
Yeah, it's tough, Nick. I I do not envy Jero uh, Evero this week. Um, he's got he's got again uh, decide on on bringing pressure, dropping back, zone coverage, man coverage. You know, do you key on on Travis Kelsey? Uh, you know, all these all these weapons, man. I mean, it's it's a tough task every single week. Uh, you've also got possibly Melvin Gordon. Uh, who knows if he'll be active this week? I don't think he was last week. Uh, but I wonder if they bring him up just for this game. Uh, that would be one heck of a storyline. I know we talked about that a couple weeks ago when he signed there. So uh, definitely going to be interesting for this Broncos defense. Nick, we have yet to even talk about what everybody wants to talk about. Or I guess I don't know if anybody wants to listen to it, uh, but this Broncos <laughs> offense, uh, right? Uh, let's get into that after this quick break and, and how maybe they can replicate some of the success that – the Bengals had this last week scoring on this Chiefs defense and keeping pace with that offense. So uh, let, let's take a quick break and then we'll dive into that. Nick. <laughs> 